0: The San Francisco Experience Podcast brought to you by Jim Hurlihy Independent Commentary from a Silicon Valley, California perspective for a global audience, featuring newsmakers, thought leaders, and authors. Season twenty, episode three, TikTok in the dock. The trial of CEO Shu Zi Cho. When the chair of the House Energy Committee, Kathy McMorris Rogers, gaveled the hearing to order on Capitol Hill this morning, TikTok CEO Shu Zi Chu looked poised, confident, and ready for his moment in the spotlight. The 40 year old Singaporean native is a near perfect profile of a global millennial executive. He's based in Singapore he completed his undergraduate studies at University College London in England, which is the higher education destination of choice for well-to-do Singaporeans. From there, he headed to Harvard Business School and was recruited by Goldman Sachs Group. After Goldman Sachs, he joined a venture capital group in Asia doing deals. He was named the CFO of a Chinese smartphone giant called Xiaomi when he was 32 years old. In 2021, the founder of ByteDance, Zhang Yiming, tapped him to be the CFO of ByteDance and subsequently installed Chu as the CEO of TikTok. Along the way, he completed his two-and-a-half-year compulsory military service in Singapore and remains as a reservist until he is 50 years old. While at Harvard, he met his Taiwanese-American wife. They live in Singapore, though TikTok is based in Los Angeles, and he travels frequently between Singapore and the United States. He bridges Western and Chinese culture effortlessly and seamlessly. So with poise and aplomb, he waited for the chair to make her opening statements, and of course, he was probably expecting the usual Capitol Hill pleasantries, which are the norm in such hearings. However, Chairwoman Kathy Rogers aggressively went on the offensive. She all but said TikTok is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. She dismissed the U.S. firewall that TikTok is putting in place for its American users, and that's called Project Texas. She said that TikTok would never accept American values, and further, that the platform should be banned from the United States. She set the tone for the four hour hearing that unified both Republicans and Democrats. And that's quite a feat these days to bring the Democrats and the Republicans together on any one issue. But this particular hearing and TikTok and banning of TikTok brought the Democrats and the Republicans together. Her vitriol was marked, but it was only later in the hearing that another committee member played a video which had been on TikTok for the past 41 days, and that video was incendiary. It shows a loaded automatic handgun firing off six rounds against a picture of Chair Kathy Rogers and mentions her by name and the date of today's hearing. Chu was apparently unaware of the video, and he was thrown off balance when he first saw it, as everyone was. Of course, he assured the committee it would be taken down immediately. But the fact that he had not seen it before seemed to underscore the suspicion that many committee members had that he doesn't have his hands fully around the behemoth that TikTok has become. But in one fell swoop, the video clip crystallized so many of the charges that have been leveled against TikTok, that it condones violence, that it fails to moderate content, that it creates a culture of anger and bullying, especially for teens, among many other charges. Most other CEOs would have thrown in the towel at that point, but Chu retained his composure, and continued to field questions for another three hours. At the heart of the data security issue is control of personal data for the 150 million American users of TikTok. To address this concern and to assure the US Congress that the Chinese Communist Party will not have access to such a rich trove of personal data, TikTok has devised a plan to bring onshore all U.S. data storage and that plan is called Project Texas. Working with Oracle in Texas, TikTok plans to migrate all American user data to their Texas facility and that facility will be managed by U.S. personnel and ByteDance and therefore the Chinese Communist Party will not have access to it, according to Chu legacy data located in other locations will eventually be transferred to the new Project Texas facility. But Chu's assurances fell on deaf Republican and Democrat ears alike. In essence, they have little faith that this Texas fortress of TikTok user data will be safe from Chinese Communist Party surveillance. And that was not the only fail in distancing the U.S. operation of TikTok from the China operation. The algorithms for TikTok are considered by the the Chinese Communist Party to be proprietary to China, and they will not issue an export license to send them to the United States. Child safety was another bone of contention for the representatives. Several examples of blackout dares, body shaming, fentanyl drug pushing, and child trafficking were also ascribed to TikTok. Choose dispassionate assurances of controls to curb such excesses were largely dismissed. Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act was mentioned many times. In short, that section prevents social media companies from being sued over user-generated content. TikTok amplifies potentially harmful content and a groundswell of support to limit or to repeal Section 230 is a very strong possibility. And of course, that would have an effect right across the social media industry, not just for TikTok. And Congress members were effective time and again in linking TikTok to China and the China-based ByteDance parent, despite Chu's efforts to distance TikTok from ByteDance. By the end of the hearing, Speaker McCarthy was quoted that he would consider a ban on TikTok. Already, the United States, the UK, European Union, and Canadian governments banned TikTok from government issue devices. Chu was assailed with complex questions, and then the questioner would demand a yes or no answer. On repeated occasions, he was prevented from providing follow-up points of clarification. The tone of the hearing was accusatory, and it was clear that all the committee members had made up their minds before Chu even opened his mouth. When Chu tried repeatedly to state that TikTok's policies and practices were the same as other social media companies, he was ignored, And again dismissed. But throughout the hearing he retained his composure, though he too did not have specific answers to their questions on many occasions, and he said, Quote, I'll have to get back to you, unquote, in response. It was not a good look. Either he does not know TikTok at a granular level, or he had been coached to avoid specific answers by the cohort of attorneys and advisors who were seated behind him. The hearing was a car crash for Sho Chu. Congresswoman Anna Eshu from the San Francisco Bay Area said, quote, I find it preposterous that China has no access to TikTok user data, unquote. And she likely spoke for all committee members when she said that, To Mr. Chu. Today's hearing leaves TikTok's future in question. The sources for today's podcast include the C SPAN Congressional Hearing, the Wall Street Journal, and Bloomberg News. And for our listeners, today's episode is number 388 as the San Francisco Experience podcast marks its third year of operation. Featured on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, 19 podcast platforms in total, our audience spans 65 countries. This has been the San Francisco Experience Podcast with Jim Herlihy coming to you from San Francisco.